Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Living With Less podcast. This week, we are diving deeper into talking about community and why we need people in our lives to live out the truth and point us back to the Lord. And this week's episode, it's a fun title because it literally just happened, but it's titled Car Keys and Community. And I just thought it was awesome how God works things together because I just shared last week on the podcast about two women in my life that just really loved on me in a hard place in my life. One was years ago and one was just a recent where they were just living out the truth and speaking the truth over me. And God used that to steward my heart to him and to learn more things about him. This week on Sunday, my husband and I, we didn't go to church. Our son has been a little under the weather. So I decided that I would still go serve with the middle school girls for second service as I get to the church I'm walking in the doors and I see my friend's husband there and they've been trying out our church for the last couple weeks. And I said, Hey, where's so-and-so? And I asked where his wife was and I could, he just looked a little discombobulated and he had his two boys with him. He said, Oh, she had to go to a different church cause she's helping to lead a Bible study. She left with both sets of car keys. This is why I love the Lord because he just puts us all in the right place when we need to be. And he gives us the opportunity to be obedient in that. Like I could have not gone to youth group, but I thought, no, why would I miss youth group? I love these girls. And so I went and here my friend's husband has his two boys and no car keys to drive their car home. I loved that the first thing that came out of my mouth, which is not normally like me, probably even if I know somebody, cause I can lean more towards the worrying side. But I just looked at him and said, well, here, do you want to take my car? Because the church they were going to was like right down the street. So he kind of looked at me. I was like, yeah, I have one car seat in there. Your son, your one son will fit in it. I said, and then I can just keep your other son. Their other son is three going on four. I said, I can just keep him with me and he can go back in youth group. And when you get the other set of car keys, you can just come back and grab him. I just thought it was so cool that the Lord used that moment for me, hopefully for him too, and for my friend too that wasn't there, to see this is why we need community. Like that, this is the church. This is helping somebody, helping people when they're in a position of, um, I don't know what to do. And God puts people in our lives to help us in those moments, to give the car keys or to help pray for them and share wisdom and discernment and all of those things. So I just loved that that's what happened the week of the episode, why we need people to live out the truth of the gospel. I think if we're honest, the biggest reason why we don't want to be in community and why we don't want to get close to people is because of fear and rejection. And Satan loves those two things. And no, I don't want to give him all the credit because also just we in our own feeble insecurities allow fear and rejection to push us around. But when we give the enemy an inch, He's going to take a mile. And so these two things, they cause us to want to pull back and they cause us to not want to get deeply integrated in community with our church or whether it's anywhere, like in our neighborhood, all of those things just keep us, those two things keep us from wanting to go deeper with people. And I just, I always think of, I know Jesus was talking about not people like this specifically, but when he says, come to me, 
all who are burdened and weary and I will give them rest and all of that. But that verse comes to my mind. I just think of the fact that Jesus said, come to me. And that's what we have to do. We have to lean in. We have to join in. We have to trust in his promises to bring us into community and to give us these great people in our lives that can love on us and help us just in the same way we believe in his promise to bring rest to the weary. And I think for me, I've noticed in my own life, when I start believing all of his truths for all the areas of my life, that's when things start changing. I think it can get really easy for us to go, okay, I can wrap my mind around God bringing rest to my weary soul. Like I have felt him do that. But Do I really trust God? Do I really trust when I go to him because I'm desiring relationship? Do I really trust him in that? And when he says, come to me and I will give you rest. Well, I also think rest comes in a form of community. Rest is when the church can step up when hardship in your family or if you're just struggling through a hard season or there's a young person in the community who is just kind of lost and the church can bring them in and love on them. And so that's just... I think that's an area of rest that God calls us to because when we have community, we have a sense of rest, for me at least, and my soul of knowing that if I lose my car keys, I have someone in my church that can take me home and I feel safe about that. If something happened to my husband and it was an emergency and I needed to get to his work, I know I have people that I can call from my old church, from our current church. I have other Christian women in my neighborhood that I know I can call and that gives me peace. That gives me a sense of rest in my soul. And when you look in Ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 and 10, it it talks about friendship. That whole chapter is really good, but just these two verses, verse 9 says, his friend can help him up. So it talks about how when there's two people, your friend can help you up. A friend can step up, kind of intersect your hard seasons with you and give you a safe place to land. And that's a gift from the Lord. But then it jumps down in verse 10 and says, pity the one who falls and has no one to help him up. And I think a lot of times it can be easy to retract to that place of I'm safer if I'm alone, then I don't have to get close to anybody, then I don't have to get hurt by anybody. But pity on the one who falls and has no one to help him. I don't ever want to live a moment of my life feeling like I have nobody to help me. I mean, honestly, that to think that there are people who truly walk alone in life because they've they've rejected God or they reject all relationship with people because they don't want to get hurt. Going back into verse nine, where it talks about, you know, a friend can help him up. When we're in that place, when we're either being the person that needs help up or we're being the friend that makes ourselves available to help somebody up. That's being the church. That's living out the gospel. That's being that person that the Lord is calling us to be for people. He's asking us to be his hands and feet. And so when we are the friend that can be his hands and feet to somebody, we have to step up and do that. And if we need the friend, if we need to make the phone call, we need to allow other people to be the hands and feet of Jesus in our life because not only is it a blessing to us, but it's a blessing to them. And then if you're finding yourself being in that season of verse 10 where you feel like you truly have nobody. First and foremost, I just want to point out that you are not alone. The Lord is always with you. And going back to that truth that Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary, all who need rest, go to him. He is always there. But if you have a relationship with the Lord, but then relationally with people, 
You feel like you don't have anybody. You feel like you don't have a friend. We can't let that fear and rejection keep us at an arm's length away from people uh, because that's what our life will result in. Yes, we might have this relationship with the Lord and this great, deep love for Christ, but he also calls us to relationship. So if you're struggling with that and just kind of trying to keep your relationships at an arm's length away, I just pray that your heart will lean into Jesus and just trust him to take you into a community that wants to love on you and a place where you can love on others because there is truly nothing like getting to love on other people and bless them. And yes, I know there is heartache and heartbreak when in community. I feel like I'm walking through that right now and one of my friendships right now, it, we're just in a really hard place because people are broken and fallen. And I am, I have my own area of blame in this issue, but the glimpses of the heart of Christ far outweigh the hurts that I've experienced in community. Because when I feel the love of Christ literally being showered over my life through others, there's nothing better than that. So I just want to wrap up with this, that I just think this is really important. If you're at a church where you find yourself in a body of believers that doesn't invite and welcome new members into small groups or whatever kind of groups your church has. I actually know a woman personally who for years was told their women's groups were full. That is to me blasphemous to the gospel to continue to tell people things are full. That's absolutely ridiculous to me. And if there's a group that's full, then a group needs to split because we all need community and for a church to exclude people out of small groups because they don't have room that just that doesn't sit well with me. And so I would just say prayerfully go to the Lord and say, "Lord, is this where you want me?" Or, "God, are you calling me to be the person that maybe sets up the appointment with the pastor or person in charge of small groups to say, "You know, I've tried to join several of your groups and they all say they're full and it hurts and it makes me feel a deep sense of rejection." Because that needs to be brought to somebody's attention. Because this woman that I know went her whole entire life at this church. She's no longer there. But when she was at this church, never got in a women's group because they were awful. And that's just not okay. And to truly lean into the fact that God might be calling you to be the person that kind of presses into that for a congregation of people. Because if you do feel that way, you are probably not the only person that feels that way. And so I just pray that you can press into that. And that if God does kind of put on your heart that maybe you need to start looking for another place that does value the truth of God's word and teaching God's word, but also values living out the gospel and being the hands and feet of Jesus within community, maybe he's calling you to a new place like that. So I just really hope that this episode has just kind of given you a, a little glimpse into why we need community, why we need people there for us when we don't have our car keys or when we're going through a really hard season because we need those people to love on us like Christ loves his church and loves his people. So I just hope that that meets you guys in a really sweet way. I do want to share with you, if you are a wife listening to this and you haven't seen yet on Instagram or on my website at chelseadematis.com, I have an e-devotional that is seven days and it's seven prayers to pray over our husbands. You can sign up at my website. It is on the homepage. You will get a little notification there on the screen that says you're signed up. And then on the morning of February 7th, you will check your email and there will be your email to get your e-devotional there. We have so many women already joining and I'm so excited to just 
use this time to pray over our husbands and just really value this marriage and relationship and covenant that God has given us. So I hope you join that. If you haven't yet signed up, I'm just really excited to see all that God does in our week of prayer. I hope you guys have a really great week and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadematis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you were fully loved and fully known by God.